Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grave podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane James. Well, hello everyone. We are whooping it up today, reminiscing about celebrations and jollifications. How many times did Janie strip the willow? And why was Sonny in a 21st birthday spin? Plus, the joys of first dates, comic strips, long-term relationships, sleepovers, fireworks, sparklers, wasps and bees. And why did Nick have to drive 25 miles to remove that spider? Hiya, Sonny. How are you doing? I'm all right, darling. How are you doing? I'm good. I've been, you know, we were talking um, about my younger daughter's wedding. Yeah. Uh, and it put me in mind of yours and Sue's civil partnership. Oh, and yes. I've still got, you very kindly asked me to give a speech, which I did. Yes. And I found that just the other day. And in that, I mentioned, you probably won't remember this because you were a bit busy at the time, that you and Sue got together the same mm. year as Clary and Eddie Grundy. My goodness gracious me. So that would have been, what, 1980? Yeah. 1980. 1980. Good 1980. heavens. Yeah. That is so, extraordinary. Because you were our best person, of course, at, at our wedding, and you wrote the most um, wonderful speech. Because that was, yeah, that was, what, 2005, actually. Because we, yeah, yeah. we were one of the first um, civil partnerships to, you know, to be civil partnershiped. Uh, and I, I do remember that uh, the registrars who came to uh, a little celebration we're terribly nervous about doing it because they'd never they'd never married two women before um and uh lovely little story just just briefly a, a couple of weeks ago i did a, a play reading somewhere and this lady came up to me and she said, you don't recognize me do you and i said no i'm terribly sorry i don't she said i married you <gasps> and she was one of the registrars and oh, it was really? so lovely because it's what you know we're 2022 now so it was years and years ago and uh, it was really lovely that she came up and said hello oh, and she I said yeah you were you know one of the first civil partnerships and we were all terribly nervous so of course she said, we've done loads since then but yeah, um, yeah. but I, no, I thought you I thought you were like the first in Warwickshire or something I think we could have been I, I didn't want to yeah. be specific about that but I, I I think we could very well have been actually yeah. uh, it, it was uh, it was Christmas yes it was 22nd of, of December it, it was just before Christmas and you say it was a little too but it was fabulous there were I don't know how many people were nice. there but it was there were loads of people and everyone yeah, was just yeah. so excited because you know you'd been together for what 25 years or more mm, since before eight, you were eight. yeah yeah mm, yeah mm. before you were allowed to be civil, yeah. civilly partnered absolutely and and, and and it was great and I was funny enough I was thinking about this very thing the other day and of course your two lovely daughters were our bridesmaids I, they looked yeah. so gorgeous and and Aww. Jake our son who was 11 then I remember brought the rings in on a on a Manchester United cushion Manchester United cushion <laughs> yeah years. and yes. uh, a dear friend uh, Julian Harris yes played uh, for, no it was it was it was gorgeous actually because it was just a bit unusual and we we've been waiting for this for years haven't we um the gay community yeah. so um yeah it was terrific and you made the most wonderful speech but how oh, curious yeah, same just, same year as 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 clary um clary. and eddie got together when sue and i got together yeah, yeah. that was amazing yeah, and of course lillian so... she's been married once of course she married ralph bellamy um but she's had lots of yeah. relationships since but and there was the near marriage to justin uh, quite mm -hmm. recently but they both decided they both got cold feet not because they didn't care about each other but they thought that it would be better if they didn't get married but they did go on their honeymoon uh, which you know is why not if you paid for it go on your honeymoon. well i suppose so they probably don't have to worry about the tax implications of being married do they with them both being so wealthy rich 
Yeah, yeah. can you imagine? Yeah, that yeah. must be yeah. marvellous. It's, probably, it's yes. probably not a big deal. Yes. Um, so, well, I was just, I was just delighted to, to remind myself that uh, how long, how long you and Sue have been together. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Fabulous. Yeah. And as, as of you and Nick, haven't you? My goodness. Um, oh God. Uh, yes. I remember coming to your oh. lovely wedding. Yeah, I think that's 1983. So 30, be 40 years next year. Yeah. 40 years next year, but we can't, we don't know how long we've been together because we don't remember when we met because I thought he was horrible. And, oh, did you? Um, did you? So it's not exactly a date I wrote in my diary. Yeah, I did. I, I can't imagine that of Nick. It doesn't seem the sort of person that anybody think was horrible. I thought he was a bit of a hooray Henry. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. How long did I it did. take them for you to, to think actually he's, there's, there's more to this About kind a year. of thing? A year? About a year. That's a long it was, time, Janie. It was, well, it was very, my, a dear friend Heather introduced us, and mm. uh, we we were both over at her house for the evening. Mm. Um, and at the end of the evening, he went, and I said, "You are on no account to give that man my phone number." So when he phoned the next day and asked my phone number, she gave him my work number. <laughs> and so he phoned me at work, and I was really, really shocked to uh, that he phoned because I'd said, "Don't give him my number." And he was shocked because. He phoned and said, can I speak to Jane? And they said, do you mean Jane Powell, which is my maiden name? Mm-hmm. And that was the name of his previous girlfriend who we just split up from. So he thought he'd phoned the wrong number. Oh, no. So we both had this kind of very stuttering conversation, which... Um, That's yeah, extraordinary. Same with this name. Guy out. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's I weird. always say he did it on purpose because he's rubbish at names. So <laughs> just the same middle initial as well. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it just meant he didn't have to remember any new names. I just thought he trolled the phone book for anybody, <laughs> for anyone with that name. So he didn't have to remember oh, anything else. Bless. Oh, yeah, oh, how and funny. Then, this is not what we're meant to be talking about for our first. No, but, it's, but, 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 but I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like the story. It, I didn't realise. Oh, our first date. I must so have listen. This one. So Nick must have had to work quite hard. If it took a year, he must yeah, have yeah. had to work really hard, mustn't he? So for our first date, he took me to a strip club. Which, which is not quite as it as it sounds, but he took me to Raymond's Review Bar in Soho, and the reason he took me there was because there was one of the very first like comedy nights upstairs. Um, it was called the Comic Strip, and so we saw Alexi Sale, we saw um, Rick Mail and Ada Edmondson, we saw oh God, I can't even remember who else. We saw so so many fantastic people um but i was just horrified when he tried to take me in because uh, he stood outside and he was going oh it's the boulevard theater that's what it's called the boulevard theater inside Raymond's review stood outside i said i'm not going in there he said there's a comedy thing i said i'm just not going in there who is this man what am i doing out here with him um <clears throat> so we did go in and it was of course fantastic <laughs> fantastic comedy but the weird thing was we went into the bar half time um for for a drink and there was a like a TV screen playing the news, Margaret Thatcher doing something or other. And then Raymond's Review Bar opened, you know, opened the doors and the punters for Raymond's Review Bar came in. And then I looked at the screen again and I was like, bloody hell, I don't think that's Margaret Thatcher because they'd switched to porn um, on account of the Raymond's Review Bar punters. It's a very, very, very weird evening. Sticks in my mind. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's 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 me taking it, having had that lovely story of your beautiful, beautiful civil partnership. I've had to lower the tone, haven't I, by talking about Margaret Thatcher. William may have lowered the tone, but it's very amusing. 
Very, very, very funny. Uh, so I, I rather like that, really. Um, and I'm just thinking, uh, though, you, about your... Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say you had some lovely celebrations together because I remember your 60th mm-hmm. when uh, when you took me and Sarah and a whole load of us, uh, a whole load of really, really dear friends, off mm-hmm. to Norfolk yeah. for the weekend. Yes, and it was it was Sue who organised it all. It was Sue, <sighs> Sue's idea. Um, I, I remember her saying, you know, what, 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 what would you like to do? Do you want to... Go off to New York. Do you want? To, I said I would love my dearest and nearest friends, uh, female friends, uh, to to share share the time. So yeah, we went to Norfolk, didn't we? We had the most wonderful. We were blessed with lovely weather, and I think it was around yeah. this time of year actually. But it was. This was. So I think of it because you've just yeah. had your birthday, haven't you? That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I think Happy it was sort of twenty something that we went. It really was yeah. gorgeous. And funny enough, I was looking at those photographs the other day and thinking how blessed we were. And. Mm. Um, we had such a wonderful time, didn't we? We went on the Norfolk Broads. We, we, we did. Danced, you you captained we... the boat, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, yeah. Yes, that was an experience. Um, and we did some circle dancing, didn't we? Um, we did some circle dancing, and you and Sarah and, and I shared a room and had the odd nip of the hard stuff in the evening. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it and was it was absolutely delightful. It was lovely, and you and she, you and Sarah, uh, Coward, you 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 organised a lovely sort of this is your life thing for me, which which had taken an awful lot of work, and you presented me with this beautiful this is your life book, which which I treasure, and such a lot of hard work into, went into it. It was lovely, but on my fiftieth, I don't know if you remember, I had a Kaylee. Do you remember that Kaylee that I had? I do remember that Kaylee. Mm. I and, do um, remember that Kaylee. Yeah. Because I was we were rather like Kayleys. We'd been yeah. to several Kayleys, friends Kayleys, and they were they, they were great fun. And um, the great thing about Kayleys is, you know, all ages can join in. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter if you get it wrong or you know. Well, you yeah, know, which, which I was do. It, it was I think it was at Mary's Kaylee, wasn't it? Where Sue and I, I was dancing with with Sue, your partner, um, and there's this dance where you kind of in two lines and one couple sort of dances down and dances back <laughs> and then everybody does something and then another couple dances up and dances down but I don't know what Sue and I were doing but it was always <laughs> us so we'd get to the bottom everybody would turn around it's like it's us again and we'd sort of gallop down the line gallop back again do the thing it was it's like I know we were just hysterical by the end of it, yes. weren't we? Yes, it was always you. I think it's called stripping the willow. Was it? So we stripped the willow. We stripped the willow the bare, didn't we? We stripped the ruddy floor. And in the end, I mean, she was practically having to hold me up because I was laughing so much. Yes, it was I just know. ridiculous. I, I nearly wet that. myself. I've never seen you look, yeah, in such a state of disappear. You just tears running down you. Because I don't yeah. quite know how it happened because no. there was a whole line of it. But it was always you two at the end. It was I know. I have no idea what we I did wrong. You got into that position all the time. Yeah. Not oh a clue. God. Not a clue. No, stripping the willow. That's right. But uh, Kaylee's a good fun uh, uh, for, for, for that reason. So, yeah, that was my 50th and 60th. You're absolutely right. Um, and then you had the most lovely. What, do you remember? It was your 60th when we went on the bus, wasn't it? We did. We Round did. Brighton. We did. I, wasn't, I knew I wanted to do something for my 60th. I wasn't sure what. Mm. And. Um, Went out for a long walk down the Thames with my lovely friend Sue, not your Sue, another Sue. Mm. Um, and we came up with this idea of going back to Birmingham, where I grew up, and and um, hiring a bus tour and going, just just showing showing the city that I grew up mm. in to mm. some of my mm. mates who not maybe didn't know it very well. Mm. And yeah, the bus broke down, 
um, on the middle of a really busy roundabout <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon in Birmingham, do you remember? And uh, it, that was entertaining. But yeah, so it just but felt memorable. A bit... But memorable. It was memorable. Result. It was memorable that, you know, the bus had a breakdown and so did I. So it was... Uh, <laughs> no, it no, was good fun was... though. It was it was so unusual. It was a different thing to do and it, it, it was yeah. great. And it was, you know... Where you grown up? It was just great, and then we had a lovely, yeah. lovely meal, didn't we? And a beautiful cake. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the girls had made the cake, hadn't they? Yeah, it was, really it was good, brilliant. That. It was marvelous yeah. cake. Yeah, um, cake. We've had some parties in our time, haven't we? Ooh, we've had some absolutely. But also, yeah. did you have a twenty-first party? Because it was all the rage, wasn't it? Or did you not really do do that? No. Wait, no, you didn't. Uh, have a no, not a not a big not a big formal thing. I think right. It was a bit sort of like, well, do you do 18 or 21, I think, yes, at that time, that's wasn't right. it? it was. And my birthday being in the school holidays. Mm. Um, yes, you're in August birthday. College holidays on August birthday. So it's a bit of a... Uh, people tended not to be around. It was a bit yeah. of an awkward time. Whereas your birth, your big birthday is probably in the middle of exams during... Do you know, you're June, right. Baby, it was. You? It was. It was always right in the middle of you know, GCSEs and A-levels or any ex- any school exams. I do remember that. Ooh. But my, I do remember I did have a big birthday for my 21st birthday. Uh, well, it's memorable because I just finished um, my third year at drama school in London, mm-hmm. Guildhall. And I invited everybody um, from my year, which was just lovely. But mm-hmm. on the way up there from London, I was driving, there were four of us in the car, and I had a blowout on the motorway, and the four of us were nearly killed. It was quite extraordinary. But, and I, I can even see it now, blowout on, on the motorway, on, with the tyre, and I could, it was somewhere near Milton Keynes, really busy um, motorway, and I remember the car sort of veering to the left and then veering to the right, and I thought, it's all right, it'll, it'll come to some standstill, but no, 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 veer to the left, veer to the right, then it decided it was going to swivel around, and I thought, well, it's all right, it's going to come to a standstill, but no, 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 it didn't, because um, the volition of spinning around meant that it then... Um, it, t- it turned over to, to its left-hand side. So we turned over to the left, and I thought, well, that's all right. But no, no, that wasn't enough. It, then it rolled and ended up on its roof, spinning round on its roof with the four of us in there. And me thinking, oh, my God, are we alive? Are we dead? Miraculously, we all got out alive. I had just a little cut on my hand, and we were carted off to the local hospital by the police um and uh it's a curious story in that a dear friend who was in the car who i'd almost nearly killed told me some months later that he'd been a little shocked not only by the um the accident but by what the policeman had said because we it must have been about i would think four or five o'clock in the afternoon when this happened and the policeman had come up to him when we were all in the hospital and he was a bit shaken the policeman because my my surname my real surname is Wainwright and um this policeman had said a bit shaken because he said I can't believe it but this is the fourth accident I've gone to today with the surname of Wainwright and he was a bit shocked because Wainwright isn't you know like Smith or whatever it's not the most common name and that really quite shocked him and this friend didn't tell me that for about sort of four months because it was a bit weird Woo, wasn't it anyway um but that was my memory of my 21st birthday we did get uh, up to cheshire where we were having the party and everything was fine but um it was a very strange sort of um juxtaposition of a birthday party and almost being killed on the motorway so it's something to remember something to remember
Okay. That, well, that is that is a twenty first remember, isn't it? Mm. No, I mean, I, I I just went out to the pub with some friends. It was. Um, I think that's what I should have done. It would have been safer. Quite laid back. Mm. Quite laid back. Yes. Well, I, I mm. couldn't drive at the time, so it's probably just as well. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So there we are. But are you thinking about parties and going back to children's parties? And when you know, did you go to kids' parties and playing things like musical bumps and musical chairs and pass the parcel? Did you do all that when you were little? Girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Mm. I loved all that. Mm. Loved all that. I loved it. I love pass the parcel and you know mm. and all that. But you know, son, son Jake. <laughs> this is another weird one. When he was about thirteen or fourteen, it was his birthday um, party, and it was the first time he'd had a sleepover. And we'd said, "Yes, you can have a few." We were in the house, of course, but yeah, you can have mm-hmm. a few friends. So. Um, they all sort of, you know, had a nice time, and then they were all sort of camping down in sleeping bags in, in sort of sitting sitting room area, and uh, they'd been making quite a noise, and we'd had pizza and goodness knows what, and Sue and I disappeared upstairs so they could have the run of the house, and then suddenly at about probably ten o'clock, half ten, we suddenly thought, gosh. It's really quiet downstairs. We couldn't hear a thing, and there must have been about six or seven of them, something like that. This is very odd. I said, this is very weird. So I gingerly sort of put my head out the bedroom door. I could hear nothing. So I went a little bit further onto the landing, and I could still hear nothing at all. I thought, this is bizarre. So I went back into the bedroom, and I put my dressing gown on, you know. This is weird. There's something very weird about this. So I then started to progress downstairs. Still nothing. I went into the hallway. Still nothing. I thought, this is bizarre. They've been spirited away. I went to the lounge. Nothing. Sleeping bags and debris from, you know, the, the supper, but nothing there. I went into the kitchen area where we've got a sitting room. Nobody there. They had all been spooted away. It was bizarre. I thought, I'm going completely oh. mental. We did have seven children here, you know, like half an hour. I then went into the garden. Nothing. Just spirited away. I was so anxious and stressed out. I was even looking under stones in the garden to see if I could find children. I mean, it was just completely bizarre. So I went back, I know, I went back in the house. I thought, I'm just going, where can they be? You know, I'm looking under the stairs. You know, seven children under the stairs that had been packed in light sardines. But I was looking in all these, uh, you know, places to try and find them. I thought, well, they've gone out the front door. No, because in front of the front door, there were all the empty pizza boxes, which had not been moved. So there's no way they'd gone out the front door. I ran back up and said, Sue, they've disappeared. I don't know what's happening. She couldn't believe it. She came downstairs. We were looking everywhere. You know, looking at the fridge. We were looking, it was just bizarre. And it was just... And I just thought, I'm responsible for all these children. Yeah. I've got all the, Where have they gone? What have they done? Somebody's taken them. They've, you know, they're up in Mars. Spaceship has come down to get them. And just as I was about to sort of cut my wrists, I suddenly heard up the gravel path, which was outside the house, mm. some noise and giggles and things like that. And then I looked up the side of the garden where we have the gate which goes to the front garden and what do I see but these children clambering up over this gate. And I tell you what, it was a really tall gate and it is not an easy gate to get over. They'd all been down the road. There they are in their pyjamas and all had gone down the road. They decided they thought it was a good idea and they had all gone over this gate. How they got over the gate in the first place, I will never know. And I tell you what, I tore them such a strip off. I tell I'm not you surprised. And I threatened that I was going to tell their parents. And they were terribly anxious. And the next thing in the morning, 
First of all, the girls came into the bedroom and they had sort of a plate of tea and said, oh, uh, here's some tea, uh, please, you, you, you won't tell our parents, will you? Uh-huh. And the next thing was, about half an hour later, the lads come up, you know, sort of with, with, with burnt toast and goodness knows what. Oh, you, you won't tell our mum and dad, will you? I'll never forget it. It was very, very well, funny. Well, you've told them now, haven't you? Well, I have, but they're old. <laughs> they're old enough now old for it not to yeah. matter. But it was the most bizarre thing of going there and just not oh, hearing anything at all. And the fact that the front door, you know, had the pizza boxes. Oh, where have they Jeez. gone? And because and the gate was how, so high. Yeah, never and how you expl- you'd be thinking, how on earth do I explain to the parents? To the parents. I'm so sorry, our children disappeared. Absolutely. I don't know where they've gone. Absolutely. I'll know. I'm going clammy now, thinking about it. It was terrible. Oh, I'm not surprised. But yes. listen, I go clammy because you had a mixed sleepover then. Well, we did. We did. But they, they were instructed at the time, of course, you know, that the boys had to be in one room if I remember correctly and the girls had to be in another. And that was fine because I was going to come down and sort of check all that a bit later. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they were having a good time and they were, it was just, there was noise and there was music and suddenly there was nothing. <laughs> but how they got over this gate, I will never know because it was really high. And they hadn't got step ladders or anything like that. They just scaled it. Oh, anyway, there you go. <laughs> I, I hated sleep. I mean, I... I hated sleepovers as a parent. Mm. Absolutely horrendous. I don't know why they called them sleepovers because nobody ever slept. <laughs> they were stay awake all night and make a bloody noise yeah. overs, weren't noise they? Noise overs, like weren't they? Sodding mm. racket so that yeah. yeah, so that you're embarrassed to see the neighbours the next day. Oh horrible. Yeah, no, they horrible, were horrible. stressful. They they yeah. were stressful things. And you know, inevitably they got up to all sorts of mischief, didn't they? Because that was the fun of it. Hijinks. Hijinks, that's for sure. Mm. Um, that 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 is for sure. Yeah. So um, yes. Oh gosh, I've gone all hot and cold at the memory of all that. Quite I'm honestly. not surprised. But I used to like bonfire parties and things like that. Did you have those? And maybe it's because we were on farms. Aunts and uncles would sort of do bonfire parties, and that was always really nice. And treacle toffee and hot toddies, and I don't know. I, I always remember that with great joy. I lived in the city, so yeah, people said fancy so things a lot. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to wait till bonfire night. Um, no, we did. We did have. We did have bonfires. We did have. We had quite a big garden, so we had. Yeah, we did have um, fireworks and all that. Um, yeah, I was. I was always a bit ambivalent about fireworks. Mm-hmm. Did you not like yeah. yeah. Well, I used to get a bit anxious. Rome, I mean, it always seemed a bit dangerous, didn't it? People would go and, and light Roman candles and then run like bilio once they'd lit them back up the garden. And I used to think it was something stressful about all this. Um, well, of course, when we were, you know, when we were young, anybody could buy fireworks, couldn't they? Yes, so absolutely. You could, school kids could buy them, so you'd be walking home from school and people mm. would chuck those, were they called jumping jacks or crack jacks? Yeah. So, those things those. that they that they threw on the ground and which then exploded. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. Really... Yeah, so I think that's why I was a bit freaked out by fireworks because mm. going home from school during that week or so in the year tended to be like a bit of an army assault course. Really, yeah, felt like you're a bit under fire from <laughs> the big boys. <laughs> I do. I can remember there was a bomb, but you know, you sort of leaping, weren't you? Jumping about. Ah! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Underneath Hated my, my tootsies. But as you say, you know, we were all allowed to buy fireworks um, any time, weren't we, in those days? I used to like sparklers. Do you remember sparklers? I, I like a sparkler. Like They're nice and sedate. Nice and sedate. Nice sedate. Yes, you know. I could write my name in, yeah, in the sky right. with a sparkler. Yeah. That's what passed for entertainment on Bonfire yeah. Night. Um, yeah. Mostly what I liked on Bonfire Night was a baked potato. Yes. 
Yes, baby potato, baby potato, treacle toffee. Um, oh. Yeah, good fun, actually. Yeah, Christmas parties. We used to have Christmas parties and people used to be, you know, sick or have too much to drink Lovely. and cry all over it. Well, yeah, I do remember all that well, with that's... parties because that can be, can't it, you know. Um, people just drink a little bit too much and then they get you a speak bit for maudling. yourself, love. <laughs> <laughs> they get a bit maudling and, you know, crying in corners and things like that, <laughs> you know. Well, he didn't go to the, the same Christmas parties, clearly. Um, no, clearly. It must have been the people I mixed with. <laughs> no, no, I just remember Baby Sham and... Um, oh, and yes, Baby Sham. Uh, Warnick's Advocar. That's, yeah, that's that, right. A yeah. nice glass of sweet sherry for the yes, auntie in the corner. Make, make Christmas go with a bang. Yeah. yeah. Delightful <laughs> fun. <laughs> I know, I know. But mm. I tell you what, though, if oh. you, you know, at... at bonfire parties and things like that if you were kind of frightened of you know loud bangs and things like that you got you were in trouble weren't you you know if you, you got a phobia about all that sort of stuff um you could be really uh, in trouble actually you were like, you were yeah i don't think i was phobic about fireworks i had other phobias mm-hmm. but not Did i just you? dislike them if you have you got phobias um yes i i'm a bit phobic oh. about mice are you? I don't, yeah, I don't really like, uh, I'm a bit, yeah, I, I, they're too fast for me. I'm, you mm. know, when we've had cats and things and they bring mice uh, in the house, yeah, yeah. I'm just hopeless. I can't do it. I'm quite brave about most things, but something about the speed of mice, it just terrifies mm. me and I just can't, I can't deal with it. I just have to jump on furniture and hope somebody else is going to deal with it. I'm not, I'm not mm. good. What about you? Have you got phobias? Uh, I used to be dreadful with spiders. I mean, really, Did really you? phobic, awful, awful, um, and it, to the point that if we were going to go, you know, we were going to go on holiday, I would mm. really worry about whether there'd be spiders where we were going. Gosh. Um, I, remember, I remember making Nick drive sort of twenty-five miles across London because I'd found a spider under my bed. I mean, it was a dead one, as it happened, but all the same. What, to come and get it, you mean? He was somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I went what? on a course at London Zoo called the Friendly Spider Programme. The main the main driver was I didn't want to pass it on to the girls because I could mm. see that with me sort of dancing around like a like an idiot every time I saw a spider that they were going to get that same message. Mm. So mm. I went on this Friendly Spider Programme at London Zoo, which was brilliant. Uh, there were a whole load of people who were phobic and we talked to the guy who ran the arachnids house and asked him silly questions you know the things that worried us like if we see one spider does it mean there are another 12 because they they live in families Mm. um all this kind of thing and then we were hypnotized so so as a hypnosis expert i can't remember who it was now um so we had lots of information hypnosis and i remember while the hypnosis was going on thinking well this isn't working and then at the end, they invited us to go along to the to to the uh, place where, where the spiders were, to the arachnid house, and they collected a whole load of house spiders, and they had tarantulas there, and said, "Do you want to hold these?" And I was elbowing everyone out of the queue because I just wanted to hold these spiders. It's really weird, isn't it? That is so weird. It, that it is absolutely so weird. worked. 
So it did work, and unbeknownst to you, sort of, nothing's happened, but actually yeah, yeah. suddenly you were able to handle them as it, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And now That's if I cool. see a spider, I sometimes get a little jump and go, oh, and then I go, oh, it's only a spider. So, wow. Yeah, so I'm all wow. right with them. So it was the oh, whole okay. process of, of, of somebody talking to you about them and then the hi- hypnosis and that, that. Do you yeah, know what it started uh, it in the first place, Jamie? Do you know? I think my mother was frightened of them. Right. So, okay. Yeah. And it's, it, it's interesting because I did some training some years ago in um, a thing called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And one of the things that I learned to do there is a phobia cure. And it's really just what happens is your brain associates the fight and flight response, which is very, very helpful, with mm. something that you don't need to be frightened of, like mm. spiders or lifts mm. or string or whatever it might be. And, and so mm. there are things that you can do. There are process, quite simple processes you can do to sort of disconnect those two things in your head. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's interesting that you're saying this because um, son Jake has a phobia about wasps and bees and I know oh. when it started it, it just reminded me when you said that flight and flight response being inappropriate and he was about three and uh, years old and he'd been absolutely fine with things before he never you know particularly bothered about them and there were two little friends that came over who who clearly had already had some experience frightening experience mm-hmm. with wasps or something like that and a wasp or bee I forget how it was suddenly appeared they were playing in the garden and they went ballistic screaming yeah. the pair yeah. of them running around the garden yeah. the mother was trying to calm them down and of course he was with them yeah and suddenly he didn't know why but he was frightened and he's been terrified ever since and mm-hmm. and it's I know it's from that experience yeah yeah because um, you learn you learn yeah, oh there's something really scary here yeah yeah it's a learned response isn't it to them although you don't yeah. quite know why you're responding in that way mm. I mean it may be that one of those little kids had been stung by a wasp at some point and that's why be. they were fine but there was no reason but it was really an overtop reaction these children had yeah um, yeah. You know, and, uh, and and obviously, you know, it infiltrated little Jake. But you know, it was, it was, it was interesting because he does have an issue about that. I think maybe he should take himself off to London Zoo or somewhere. And, and, uh, and, and, and <laughs> but that's good. That's really good that you yeah. don't have have a, a, a reaction no, to them anymore. And with the mice, are you? Mm. Is it whether they're inside or outside? I think it's inside. I, yeah. d- I don't recall yeah. there. There must have been some. I mean, you know, I was brought up in a farmhouse, and I think probably again a bit like you. It uh, maybe there'd been mice scrabbling around. You know, when I was very mm. tiny, and maybe even my parents' reaction or somebody's reaction might have been, and it yeah. just sets that thing up with you. Because yeah. I'm generally fine with animals. I, d- I don't mind spiders. You see, and they're they're quite fast moving, aren't they? Something yeah, they about are. Mice that are just maybe one ran over. You know, when I was tiny or something, ran over my foot mm-hmm. or something like that, and just sort of, you, you know, there's no logical before you can intellectualize about it you, there's no. the other thing i don't like i'm not sure it's a phobia but i think it's probably something that a lot of people feel anxious about but is is deep is drops you know if you're on a cliffside and you, you, there's suddenly a huge oh, drop right, maybe right. down to the ocean or something i yeah. i get a bit a, a bit anxious about that but that might be a common one I think that's sensible, isn't sure. it? Maybe because it it's because it's Maybe not it's sensible for us to stand too yeah. close to the uh, edge yeah. of a cliff. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's probably yeah. appropriate, unless it yeah. stops you from going to the sea or whatever. Yeah. Um, if yeah, if it's some anxiety at, at a point where you could fall over, I think particularly mm. as you can't stand on one leg and all that, then mm. 
I think that's entirely appropriate. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, it must be awful if you if you have somebody I don't know say you've got a fear of flying, and a lot of people mm. do have a fear of flying yeah, because you know that's really going to restrict you so much in life, isn't it? Yeah. But again, there are courses, aren't there, that you yeah. can take, um, probably for all phobias, any phobia actually, to mm. to, to help all that. Mm. Um, but uh, I think uh, yeah, I don't have anything as as strong as you with a with a spider one oh, yeah, I was ridiculous sure. with it it was and uh, somebody I met on the course I mean I thought I was pretty uh, crazy about it but I met somebody uh, who decorated her entire flat in white with white furniture so that she could see a spider wow because it would show up against the white wow so that is that's that is extreme and yeah, and how did she fare? Extreme. How did she fare? Did, did, I, did I she manage she was, to? I don't know actually. I'm not sure I caught up with her at the end, but because um, she was running I mean, away that, from the spiders. Yeah, I mean that 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 was extreme, wasn't it? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Very extreme. Um, and if she saw a spider, she just left immediately and mm. had to wait until somebody went in and found the spider. Gosh, no. I mean that's so life limiting, isn't it? Because it's you... so 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 life limiting. Mm. It really really is, and. Um, yeah, you know, when I was doing this course and we were working on doing this process for removing phobias, it, it, you take something quite simple, like a lot of people have a phobia of lifts and you think, oh, well, you know, you can cope with that. But then, well, you can't if you've got to get to an office that's up eight mm. flights of stairs or something. Mm. And and that's that's quite a long way to go. Mm. Um, or if you're, mm. you know, if you've got to go to hospital and you're, um, you've got a problem with mobility, and you you've got to go in a lift because Absolutely. because you can't manage the stairs. So mm. I think there are and I, and these I would things think with a lot of limiting. people it's sort of um, people get embarrassed, don't they, about certain yeah. things as well. So yeah. they don't. Yeah. That's why they don't deal with yeah. them. You know, rather than yeah. um, you've got to be quite brave to to, mm. to confront it all. But um, yeah. the, the freedom you must have felt though once you'd conquered that, presumably. I, yeah. Yeah. Well. I, 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 for, for a while I just couldn't believe I was just waiting for the whole thing to come back again uh, and for it to crash but it's, well I mean the, the girls are quite little then, this, this must be 20, 25 years ago I did this and yeah there was a spider the other day in the house it was a big one and I could have dealt with it but it was in a corner and I wasn't quite sure how to get to it so I, I got Nick to deal with it but he put it on a piece of card and then I just took the piece of card out and mm. took it sort of round the corner mm. and put it on the grass mm. so yeah it's interesting because it? I'm just remembering that Sue my Sue actually has got a phobia about moths and I think mm. that all, and she just just freaks out if there's a moth of any description she's just you've got to deal with it gotta get it out gotta get it and I think that goes back to when she was a little girl when they were on holidays somewhere or something and um this moth sort of got entangled in a curtain and I think the curtain oh. and the moth fell down on her and oh, you know and it just it, it, yeah you know on her face or something but no she has a thinking about it she has a real thing about that whereas you know wasps or thing I don't know bees she's fine with but moth mm. she'll completely freak out just goes to show how susceptible we are, doesn't it, to things, actually. They happen at certain times well, in our life. Yeah, yeah, um, I think, you know, our brains are clever. They see something and notice that it's it's danger or that somebody else perceives it to be danger and go, aha, need to mm. keep away from that. Mm. Yeah, mm. It's, it's protecting us, isn't it? It's clever stuff. Yes, I wish I had a phobia about but, chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I could do with one of those as well. I have a phobia about sweet things or something like that. That would be quite nice. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, or maybe I could um, 
maybe I could alarm you with some chocolate at some point. Yeah, yeah, actually, we could set that up, you know, because oh, I really would be... be grateful. I would be grateful. This could be a career move for us, couldn't it? Listen, sort of traversing, you, could, you know, traversing the countryside, frightening people with chocolate. Yeah, I think. Listen, I think you're onto something. I think we're going to have to put our heads together about this. Right, we need to think about this. Yeah, we need to think about this, don't we? Yeah, I think I need to go away and think about it now. Over a cup of coffee <laughs> and a piece of chocolate. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. If you'd like to see behind-the-scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, One Stiletto in the Grave podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter at One Stiletto 65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time! <laughs>